0: look this lifestyle is not like a product or something that you buy and then you just go for it it's a lot of lot of things that you got to think about prior during you have to reflect and that's why this is sometimes very overwhelming hello everyone welcome to a new episode of the digital nomads daily podcast today we're gonna talk about slow travel versus fast travel for everyone who is a digital nomad and actually working (laughs) so you don't need to be an entrepreneur to get value out of this episode. Also, if you're a remote worker, um this is super valuable. Reason why this is today's episode is because as you know, on this podcast I'm always trying to talk about with my guests or either on my own, you know, like solo cast like these ones to to really talk about what's happening behind the scenes. It's very easy to look up all the success stories and all kind of the cool stuff about this life, so about You know working and traveling and do all of that simultaneously but what you don't always get to see is really what's happening behind the scenes so that's why this podcast exists this is the stuff that i get really excited about and also what's really cool is that you know it changes you know like all the challenges are definitely not static sometimes challenges are really big and then other moments you just go flawless through that but then there's other other stuff that you're dealing with so um. If you're, you know, like struggling with something right now that is more on the practical side or even, you know, like emotional things more or more emotional things, like you feel lonely or whatever, like you just know that there's for many, many things there's a solution. Um, And if you really don't know where to find that solution, reach out to the community. There's so many people that are willing to help each other, which I love. All right. So slow travel, fast travel. What is it about? What is kind of the difference, right? What are the pros and cons of each of them, and that's what we're gonna discuss in this episode. I will also take you a little bit behind the scenes of what's kind of been happening in my life for the past few months in regards to slow and fast travel. And yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about like travel today, so um, that's exciting. All right, guys. So if you're ready, I would just say let's go. New episode. All right, fast travel and slow travel. It's hard because what is fast? What is slow? It's a very personal preference for everyone, right? So for some people, fast could mean every other weekend in uh, in a new place. And for other people, fast can also mean to be every month in a different place. So the first thing that you got to figure out as a nomad, whether you're aspiring nomad or you're already nomading is like, what does this mean to you? It's not so much about like which label you can attach to it, but it's really important that you define what is slow and what is fast. When I started my nomad journey, I was a bit younger, so like five years ago. I was already living abroad for five years. So being abroad was new to me, but really like nomading, like, you know, living out of my suitcase and go around and all of that, that, that started five years ago. And at the time, fast travel meant for me to be in a place every other week. I loved it. Oh my God. I had so much fun. Now, <laughs> five years later, I'm 33 Not even at all, but um, it's exhausting. Like, it's really exhausting. And I know that it's exhausting because this is exactly what I experienced this summer. Unexpectedly, I went into a fast travel pace and I loved it because I met so many people. I did so many things. I, you know, like some dreams came true. So I'm super grateful. But I also realized last month that I had a few travels coming up and I got anxiety and I was like, oh my God, I don't want to do it. And I think I was unintentionally, consciously, but unintentionally spilling, you know, a bit bad taste about my upcoming travels. And that's why I was like, do I, like, what am I going to do with this? So first of all, I had a lot of self-reflection moments. Now that I'm in a space where I understand a little bit more what was going on, I figured why not create a podcast episode about this? So the number one thing is you got to do is figure out what that means for you in that moment, Right. And then really be okay with that. It's not about what other people do. Take your inspiration, but really ask yourself those questions. If you're in a nomad couple, you can do that for yourself and then also talk with your partner about that. And then you can design a better life for you in that moment. This is super important. So what are kind of the differences um, between the slow and the fast travel outside of like the, the weeks or the months or more of that? Well, the big difference could also be that the pace of expiration. So when you travel really fast, you don't have a lot of time to, you know, go on trips and do tours and do all of that kind of stuff. So what happens is that maybe because you don't have a lot of time, you don't really get to see something or you don't really get to enjoy the place. That could really mess up with the level of satisfaction of going to a place, But maybe that works for you as well. Now, the other thing with pace of exploration is that if you have a lot of time to explore, you know, doing and seeing things fast is great. But if you don't have so much time because you got to work, then that could be challenging. So this is, you know, so the slow travel really allows you to have a more immersed experience of each destination, which could be nature, um, sightseeing, people, food, all those things. Whereas, you know, like fast travel, you really got to think about, okay, you're not going to have time to to see everything and you also probably not have a lot of time to, and to see everything and to do work. So you have to, you know, prioritize one or the other. This is also what happened to me last week. So I was in Italy for one week and this was prior before, a prior, I already had so many travels and stuff like that. This trip was planned. It was, um, the focus of this trip was a holiday. But I don't, I never really do holidays because I'm always working, but my partner wasn't working. So I tried not to work so much, but because I already had so many trips, I ended up feeling annoyed with myself that I couldn't work because I was longing to just go behind my laptop and work. And yes, I know that sounds crazy, but I love my work. I love my clients. So I kind of started to miss my work. And because we were traveling so fast, we were in Sicily, so we were doing two days here, two days there in the second run, I had to say to him, like, look, I'm tired. Like, I I just don't want to like leave tomorrow morning. I'm getting anxiety and stuff like that. Luckily, there was a lot of flexibility because we didn't pre-book everything. So we just, you know, stayed in a place where we were for another night and it we left the day after and it was perfect. But this is really something that I really, really noticed. I was like, wow, like, I cannot imagine the last time or, or think about the last time I got this much anxiety and stress of moving again. So I was lucky that I identified it and that I was in an environment where I could change that. But as a nomad on the go, doing this for a long time, you're to be really aware of these things and this changes over time, okay? Now, I already touched on this a little bit, the work-life balance. If you have a remote job and you need to show up for a certain hour or a certain time zone, Fast travel is super challenging. It's just like that. But also, even more so probably, if you have a business and people in your business are relying on, you. whether it's clients, your team, it doesn't really matter if people are relying on you, if they need answers, if they need feedback, if they need their next steps, then fast travel can, uh, can be really challenging. So what you got to do if you do fast travel is really carve out some time to get those things done, but don't expect too much of yourself because... This is what I also did, um, not in the Italy trip, but actually in the trips before when I was in Cyprus for a wedding. Also there, like it was like I was there for a wedding. I was like half day working, so four hours, but I had so such high expectations of, what, of the stuff I wanted to get done that I was like every day I was disappointed with myself. And that is not really good. So at one point I was like, okay, just chill. I don't have to do all of this. But it was kind of, it, it's a nagging feeling. So um, think about if you're going on a next trip, whether it's slow or fast, whatever that means to you, like how are you going to design your work-life balance and what has the bigger priority? If you can step away from work a little bit and you really wanted to go to this place, then it's totally fine to say, you know what, I'm going to prioritize fun and exploration right now. But if work is a priority, then maybe you want to not go to that place that you have been dreaming of going because if you don't have time to explore it, it's not going to satisfy you. And this doesn't even sound like it's not rocket science, but a lot of people don't think about this. And then they go in this unknowing like cycle of like dissatisfaction and that really sucks because you can't really pin where it's coming from. So this is something I'm, I'm very conscious about. I talk with my nomad friends a lot about this behind the scenes, right? In private conversations. Hence, I'm also bringing it up here on a podcast. I do have a few episodes on this as well. Uh, very much in the beginning of the podcast with Christina, I remember that we talked about it. There are some other other nomadic uh, episodes. We have over 100 episodes here. Usually it's, it's in the title so you can find it. But this is really the kind of stuff that we also talk about with uh, during the interviews, Now, the other thing that is um, kind of important when you decide whether you go slow or fast travel for a while is your cost of living. So what people don't realize is that back in the days when I also started nomading, it was a cheaper way of living. Um, Today, I would say it's a little bit different. I actually find it quite more expensive. If I compute all my rent, when I do like the fast travel, I spend way much more money. So it's actually not cheaper. And I think this is a really, really, you know, like big misconception that living a digital nomad lifestyle is cheaper. It's not. And it's specifically not when you go to places um, where the cost of living in general is a little bit higher than, for example, in Thailand or something like that. So when you go fast travel, you have to consider your budget and you also really have to consider what, you know, like not only what is the budget, but also what is this in the long term. So you can look at your budget in a yearly thing. You can look at it monthly, but look at it in the bigger picture and not just like for for night by night, because it's going to add up quickly. Now, what I think is a, is an advantage of slow travel is that um, when you go for Airbnb's or something like that, or co-working space or sorry, co-living space you already have some sort of discount because you rent it for a week or two weeks or a month. So I prefer that, but obviously there's the risk. If you haven't been there yet, is it going to be good enough? But luckily you can usually talk with like the space or the host or whoever. And and recently, and this is something I didn't know. I found out that booking.com also has rooms available, which is actually pretty great. So this is something I uh, only started using recently. So budget is important. So cost of living, right? Um, now the cultural immersion, which basically means like, what are you going to pick up from the local culture is for some people really important. If you are in mindset or your personality or your travel vibe is that you want to, you know, like really, really connect with the culture before you go to your next place. I can tell you slow travel is the way to go. The fast travel is not going to give you that satisfaction. So if you don't care about that, if that's not your focus of the trip, yeah, go for a fast travel if all the other things are yeses for you as well. But if you seek true fulfillment of being in a place, tasting the food, seeing how do people walk, talk and do their thing, then maybe fast travel is not something very sustainable for you. It's not to say, oh, you can never do a fast trip, but it's just that you're aware of like, wait, what do I really want to get out of this trip? How important is this for me? So this is something that you also need to keep in mind. So, you know, already a lot of things that you got to keep in mind. And that's why um, I always say like, look, this lifestyle is not like a product or something that you buy and then you just go for it. It's a lot of, lot of things that you got to think about prior, during, you have to reflect. And that's why this is sometimes very overwhelming because you ask yourself a lot of good questions from time to time and really sit with yourself and figure this, uh, this thing called life out. All right, now something else that uh, is important for people is the carbon footprint. I agree with this too or agree is this important for me too. This summer I've taken a lot more flights than I usually would do. I, uh, yes, some of these flights were also work related. So I don't feel bad about taking those flights, but I do find it really unnecessary to go on a crazy fast travel pace, go on a lot of flights, and just to like checklist something. This is for me crazy. I'm not saying that people who do that, I don't judge them. They do their thing, but I wouldn't be satisfied with this because, you know, your carbon footprint is really high when you take a lot of flights. That's just this. Now, if you are, for example, in Europe, which is really nice, like a nice thing about Europe and Asia, some Asian countries have that as well. You can look at alternative transportation methods, like I would say trains or buses or something like that. So there is other options as well. But generally when you travel really fast and you hop from one place to another place where especially when it's countries and continents, then your carbon footprint is really going to go up. That's not great for the planet. So actually in my book, Digital Nomads with Confidence, I have a full chapter on that as well, which is in a collaboration with Nomads Giving Back. They were kindly to uh, provide a lot of great resources to me when I was writing the book. And in the book in general, you can find like 101 questions answered about this lifestyle to help you to feel more confident about the Digital Nomads lifestyle. If you're not living it yet, this is an amazing inspiration. It's not just my own stories and knowledge, but it's, it's it's you know, from the conversations that we have on this podcast. So you can get a copy of the book. And then in the last chapter, you can learn a little bit more about sustainable travel and sustainable digital nomadism. All right. So what I would love to do next is um, to talk a little bit more about entrepreneurship and uh, and travel. One of the challenges that I had this summer was to really focus on my business. And I have some sort of like contradicting thoughts almost like I'm still trying to figure this out. So I'm going to share a few things, but just please keep in mind that I'm going to give you uh, insight on a thought process that I haven't thought fully out. So it's just like there's still a few more things I'm not sure about. But I also want to give you this already because it's like, I don't want to come up and say like, oh, this is how I figure it out. Now it's perfect. I, you know, there's so many things um, happening and it's always changing. So I don't, uh, I think it's good for you guys also if you know, like, okay, hey, yeah, this person is struggling too. Yeah, we're all human. (laughs) All right. So my struggle was with um, combining entrepreneurship and fast travel and slow travel and kind of finding that balance was really to have good focus hours on my business. So. I've been working in marketing and in content for 10 years. I love it. I've been doing all sorts of things, always been that multi-passionate entrepreneur. And now I finally found that business model that really works for me, where all my skills come together, where I'm working in my zone of genius. And it's just like, the stuff is happening and I can feel it. And like, you know, like when I was a freelancer early back in the days, it was just so hard to find clients and Talk about money and all of these things. And I really, really see a massive transformation this year. This year has been so transformative. What I did notice is because I'm on such a roll, I'm so ready. I'm so ready to go. Is that the travel kind of got in the way. And this is also what I meant with when I was in Italy. I wanted to work so badly, but I couldn't because we had trips planned and things planned. And I wanted to do that too. And, you know, it's like I was just spoiled because I love my work. So I want to work and I also love my partner and I want to have fun with him and I love being in Italy and I love eating pasta and it's just like it was very overwhelming because there was just a lot of good stuff happening and I got really confused about what I want to do and then I it started to kind of hunt me a little bit because I felt like I was always behind and this this really came to the surface in Italy but when when that happened I realized this just didn't happen in Italy this has been a build-up of months and months and now it's like really coming out and I I didn't get upset with myself but I was just like you know like letting the emotions come and all the thoughts and writing things down and, and randomly I would have thoughts and I was just like writing it down no labels not saying something is good and bad but just like observing and and really be in that observative moment I guess so doing that and then I started to when I calmed down a little bit after a few days I really started to realize like hey I see you know like some connectors here I see things yeah that that's actually been going on for a while and then I was able to see the bigger picture I talked with some other nomad friends about it some entrepreneurs about it and now I kind of figure out what I want and this also really comes back to slow travel fast travel which is I love this lifestyle, but I love my business too. I love to travel and I have such great visions for myself. And I finally feel like I have entered that new level of where I can be. And it's okay for me to say, I am not going to prioritize travel right now. So yes, I still have a few travels coming up, but I have extended a travel that was supposed to be short. I just extended that with two weeks. So instead of just going for a few days to Morocco, I'm going for three weeks Because I need time to then focus on my business again. I'm also looking back at the summer with work. I noticed that I was not hanging out with a lot of digital nomads. And then in in Italy, it really, really came to the surface. It was like, whoa, I I really miss hanging out with digital nomads. Also, a few of my meetups that I was doing over the summer, I couldn't do that because of the travels. And I started to miss it. So I realized, hey, I need to go back at that. Like, I really want to plan that out. So that actually really impacted some things in the strategy of my business. So what I'm trying to show you is that sometimes something very, very small can happen, but it's a catalyst for so many more things. So I am redesigning my life currently right now, my nomad life, which means that I, yeah, there's going to be some travel, but I want to have this sort of balance. So what is it? Medium travel. It's not going to be super fast. So it's like two to three weeks. But then also it's not gonna to be too long because I don't wanna be so long away from my partner and we're building a house or like a home, not a, a real house, but like our household here where we're living right now. And I wanna do that too. And that's the beauty of the digital lifestyle. We're living a freedom lifestyle or being location independent. Like it all comes down to what do you want? What is important to you? What are you feeling right now? What are your goals? In the near future, what are your big dreams? Do you know what your big dreams are, and so on? So, so I hope that this episode gave you a bit of a behind the scenes of the slow versus the the fast travel. I also hope that honestly, the vulnerability of me sharing with you, like, hey, sometimes we struggle, sometimes we haven't it all figured out, but that's okay. That that also gives you strength to to accept that it's that you're not always gonna know everything. And um, if you have more questions about slow travel and fast travel, you can check out the episode. I'm not sure if I should go really, really deeper on this, but one thing that that I love doing is when you have very specific questions about this lifestyle, or entrepreneurship, or your freedom goals, or all these things. You can you you know you can contact me on Instagram, or you can opt in on our newsletter and check everything there and also, you know, people also reply to the newsletter, which I really love. And, you know, we can can have conversations about that because the whole reason why we're doing this episode and we're doing this whole podcast is to inspire you, is to motivate you, is to help you to design and build your life. Reason why I don't have put it in a course is because I I don't know how to teach you something that is, you got to figure it out, but I'm happy to give you the tools. So let me know if you have questions about Digital Nomad Lifestyle or or about running an online business like I do. All right, that's it. Oh, and of course, before I forget, if you want to get a copy of my book, Digital Nomads with Confidence, you can go to book.digitalnomadsdaily.com and you can grab a copy there. It's by Amazon, so it will ship, I think, almost everywhere. And yeah, like I always say, happy nomading! Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it gave you more insights into how you can design your own lifestyle. The conversations on this podcast really showed me that there is not one secret way to success. If you want to build a lifestyle that works for you, you will need to put in the work to create a successful life and live it with confidence. This podcast wouldn't exist without the digital nomad community. And I'm so grateful for all the guests to share personal stories about what's happening behind the scenes. It's been super helpful for myself. And if you would like to continue learning, don't forget to check out the other episodes.